0: Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to talk a little bit about anxiety, depression, and trauma. One of the things that is always affecting relationships and breakups is anxiety and depression. But oftentimes there is a trauma related to it. Something that happened long ago that you probably... Are unaware of maybe even in your ex's past um, sometimes you're dating somebody who had some kind of trauma maybe some kind of abuse maybe they didn't even talk about it but they're gonna have symptoms of it
1: it has echoes I guess we could say
0: hmm so we got a great email today that inspired us to talk about this this is somebody that did a coaching with Margaret recently they said hi Craig I just had my Skype with Margaret today and I wanted to pass on my thanks. You're welcome to use this in parts or share it for your content.
1: Thank you for writing in. Thank you so much.
0: For around 8 years I have been seeing a local therapist as I have depression and anxiety. I have always felt there was something more wrong with me than just depression. but when I would ask my therapist what it was, he would always say, let's not put label on things.
1: Okay, I'll respond to that after we go a little further. But <laughs> I, I you will gonna... <laughs> respond to that. Yeah. Uh, Margaret doesn't like that no. one bit.
0: I eventually stopped going to him and almost gave up hope and thought I would just be this broken person unable to have relationships or a happy, fulfilled life. But then I found your channel. Good. I can honestly say I learned more about myself and got more answers from your videos than I ever did from my therapist in the whole eight years I saw him. Oh, my. And that's incredible. Thank you so much for those kind words.
1: Yeah.
0: When you mentioned that Margaret was available to talk about things... Other than breakups specifically, I just knew she would be the right person to talk to. And that is absolutely true, guys. Margaret is available to talk about so much more sure. than just about breakups. Of course. If you've had anxiety or depression or you've wor- come from a dysfunctional family or your partner did, Margaret has incredible understandings of these kind of yeah. things. And- also, adoption. Uh-huh. She's worked in the prison system. She has an incredible understanding of a lot of different things. And I dragged her in here and made her come on and do breakups as well. Okay. All right. She had a little bit more to say before you jump in. I know you're ready. To no, go ahead. claw go ahead. Jump in with claws. Finish. Within the hour, Margaret had me worked out and suggested I might have PTSD from years of childhood trauma. It was such a relief to finally be validated and given a direction so I can start to work on recovery with a new therapist that specializes in trauma. For the first time in a long time, I feel a calm confidence that I am on the right track. I know it won't be easy to work on my trauma, but in the back of my mind, I hear your voice, Craig, saying, You've got to do the work. Good. And I will. My only regret is that I didn't book in the the Skype with Margaret much sooner. I recently went through another breakup, which I possibly could have avoided had I been aware of what was really going on with me. I really encourage anyone that is struggling with trauma or any mental illness to not waste another day. To not go through another breakup, to not give up, to make yourself your priority, and to make your recovery your responsibility, and get Margaret's help.
1: Oh, how sweet of you! Thank you so much for writing this in.
0: Yeah, it was a beautiful email. Yes,
1: um, and that encourages us to go on another day. But let me say a few things. Um, I know, I know who you are, and I thank you again. Um, I was appalled, and it's not the first time I've heard it. I've been in therapy for 10 years, what's your diagnosis? I have no idea. Um, Somebody told me very recently this week that they were told they couldn't know their diagnosis because they'd obsess about it. Well, it's my diagnosis and I'll obsess about it if I want. Nobody has declared me incompetent, I am a grown-up, tell me my diagnosis. Okay, so I can learn about it and see what I can do. And I have worked with PTSD for many, many years, and um, it sounded to me like you absolutely had it. And when I asked you a little bit about growing up, you very promptly were able to tell me what happened to you. Now, post-traumatic stress, if anyone has forgotten, is the same syndrome that war veterans have when they come back from Iraq. And it's a common human experience that we've been pretty aware of for the past 30 years, and we do better and better with it. Before, we used to call traumatized women hysterical. Thank heaven we don't do that anymore. Okay, Um, But what it means is that you were literally in danger for your life and worried that you would be killed by some of your abusers. And if any human being has that experience the result is that your brain can't process that so it takes a picture of it so it can process it later and then pictures come into your head of what happened to you randomly sometimes often sometimes it's cyclical you have them for a couple of months then you get a break then you have them again and nightmares happen as well when you're sleeping and again the pictures come into your head and The only way to get rid of those things is to tell the story first of all. You have to make a narrative. You tell the story and then you look at an incident that pops up by incident that pops up. And once you've been able to talk about it, usually, eventually, the symptoms will lessen and finally disappear. And remember that growing up in an abusive family is as traumatizing as being in a war zone. And Not that I'm minimizing what happens in a war zone, but these are grown men with guns. We're talking about helpless little kids when we think about stuff that happens at home. And I know for some people it's probably a stretch to imagine that child abuse that severe happens every day, but I'm here, unfortunately, to tell you that it does. And after dealing with it for 30 years, I can still be shocked, okay? Um, but I didn't think it was okay. Um, now, not to label things—I hear that. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, as far as I know, if I have a name for something, I feel better about dealing with it. Is that a suggestion that I wouldn't able to be handled? I wouldn't be able to handle it if you told me what it was. I'm a, I'm a grown-up. Um, so, not wanting to label it means that we usually don't want to deal with it. Okay, or that for whatever reason in our training we don't think it can be dealt with. But there's very little that can't be dealt with these days if you're willing to deal with it. So I hope I put you on the right track and I hope you'll be able to find a trauma therapist. I think you will be able to.
0: Do you think that it's possible that the therapist was just over their head and didn't have an understanding? I do, yeah.
1: and. You know, child abuse is not something... Child abuse, well, I went to school back in the Dark Ages, you know, um, and we weren't as aware of it as we are now. But I don't know how much training your average therapist now... They, I'm sure they get more than I did, which was nothing. Um, gets some training in child abuse and how to handle it and how to report it. Um, and post-traumatic stress is taught much more frequently now than it used to be. But it can happen that you run into a therapist who has another specialty and isn't particularly into what you have. And it's perfectly okay to shop for us like you would for anything else. All right? Yeah. I don't like this brand of orange juice and I'm going to get another kind. That's perfectly all right. And not everybody can work with everybody. And therapy is hard enough even when you can work with the person. Okay? So it's all right to shop around. If you come by and see me and I don't feel like the right person for you, go see Craig and his friend Joe, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like if you had a heart issue, you'd yep. want to go to a heart doctor. Absolutely. You I wouldn't want to go to a foot
1: doctor right? or a dentist, yeah. right? And that happens with um, with with therapy sometimes. I'm not an expert on various kinds of anxieties and phobias. I would not see anyone who came to me with that. I wouldn't feel competent to do it. Um, other kinds of anxiety, absolutely. I'm good with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not all trained to do everything.
0: No, we aren't. Usually, clinicians like to specialize in certain areas yes. that they enjoy. Right. Like for me, I really enjoyed learning about and figuring out breakups. Yes. And so that became my area of expertise, and st- trying to figure out as much as I could. But there really wasn't like. Some clinician from 30 years ago who said, "This is everything you need to know about breakups." Right. Yeah, I'll be that yeah. guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, you'll be that guy. Absolutely, you will. Um, and you know, the the learning is a lifelong thing. I mean, the field has changed certainly since I entered it. Thank heaven. Well, four thousand um, years is a four thousand years. And, a long and time. All, all those Roman numerals. It's really tough.
0: <laughs> and um, Romans
1: along the way. And Romans <laughs> along the way with helmets and everything. Um, so, you know, feel free to shop around. If you don't feel good with your therapist, go see another therapist. Because, and you know, some people think so badly of themselves, they'll assume there's something wrong with them before they will assume there's something wrong with the therapist. Yeah. But you are the judge in this case, it's about you. And if you go a couple of times and it doesn't feel comfortable, move on. Okay?
0: Absolutely. You know, one of the things I thought you could talk about a little bit is anxiety and depression and how a lot of times for people it seems to come out of nowhere.
1: Oh, yeah. Oftentimes, right. Um, Working in mental health clinics for years and years, um, I would have people come in to to see me and they'd say, I'm very depressed. Um, And, you know, I would explore a little bit And there would be people who would say, this came for no reason at all. There's nothing in my life that ever happened that would ever cause me to be depressed. But if you explode it long enough, you would find out that something was going on. Something might be going on in this person's family of origin. Oftentimes, there was an ungrieved loss back there. That a parent died, or a relative died, or a boyfriend or girlfriend died. Lots of times an unexpected and unobvious depression comes from unmourned grief. And I always say, my famous words, can you tell me a little bit about growing up? And sometimes you hear about sorrow and losses and so forth that the person may never have had time to think about or deal with. Okay? Um, and if you ask most people if they were depressed as kids, they'll tell you no. Um but remember that depression shows up as irritability in kids. All right? Anxiety. It's very simple. If you lived as anxiety with a kid, it will come back to visit you in adulthood. Okay, um, Anxiety means you lived in a state of sort of constant agitation, hopefully not feeling safe, but likely not feeling safe because mm-hmm. somebody in the house was abusive, Um, a parent or a sibling or somebody, or you had some terrible traumatic experience back there that could be triggered by the way the sun came in the window that morning and could suddenly come up for you. But it's never for no reason. One of the things I learned fairly quickly, because it's common, I would get women in their mid-40s to their mid-50s who all of a sudden started to have panic attacks, had never had them before in their lives. And it took me some experience to understand what this was. And what it was, was an unremembered sexual trauma history that was just starting to surface and may never before have been remembered. Okay, And the initial response would be the anxiety and the panic attacks, because the feelings would come back before the memory, and that can often happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so I learned to explore for that. But I, there's no reason for it. It came out of the blue. I know it. I know it feels like that. And for now, that's all we know. So we'll take that explanation until another one comes up. And inevitably, as you talk, another the real reason would become clear.
0: So if you're experiencing anxiety or depression and it feels like it came out of nowhere, there's a good chance that it came from a trauma that you haven't really looked at or resolved And that might be something to explore with a therapist. Or
1: at least when the therapist asks them, don't ask, don't look at them like they have ten heads. Exactly. I've been looked at like I had ten heads. And I've said to people, you know, anxiety and depression don't come out of the nowhere into the here. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Well, this does. It just comes for no reason at all. And at that point, I back off and just listen. And usually it doesn't take too long.
0: So hopefully this video was informative on anxiety and depression and trauma. And we'll talk about it again in the future. We just thought it'd be nice to talk about it a little bit more since it came up in this email today. Margaret, thank you so much for sharing that information. Put a like on that video for Margaret. Um, Of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. And feel free
1: to sign up with me.
0: But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth.
1: I'm Coach Margaret.
0: And we will talk with you soon.